that selling the tire, that part is under my control, but what's not under my control is the customer saying yes or no. Right. That's why it's a lag measure. It's it's out of my hands. It's now in their hands. The question is, did I did I place my bet strategically enough? Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Uh, the best defense is a good offense. You know who said that? Mel, the cook on Alice. <laughs> Hi. Hey, Marshall. Great to see you. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, all our audience members, you know, born after 1980. Uh, yeah. No clue. Mel, Flo, Alice. Uh, yeah. No, none of it. Well, they, they should all look up. You, yeah, I think it's probably on YouTube. Boot to the head. It's a, uh, it's a classic uh you know comedy sketch and that's one of the lines from it so i don't know why we were talking about that as we came on the air but you you said something made me think of it anyway whole point is welcome marshall to it doesn't take a genius and welcome to our listeners both of you <laughs> i can picture them now going hey <laughs> <laughs> You know, th this episode is going to be like we're we're being silly, but this is a, a really important concept that we think a lot of managers really struggle with. And uh, we've we've done actually kind of a version of this episode before talking about smart goals. And we'll link to that in the uh, notes. And um, you, you definitely should check that out. It's a phenomenal concept. It's a time tested concept. This is a slightly newer concept. Um that we learned about from the book, The Four Disciplines of Execution, which is an excellent handbook on getting things done. But anyway, the, the concept is lead and lag measures. Do you want to uh, give a little bit of a of a sort of a synopsis of what we're talking about here, Mike? Yes, because it sounds terribly boring. It does. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Lead and lag measures. The uh, all right. So we usually uh, we usually use uh, and as we did with smart goals, the weight loss example. Yes. Uh, so the lag measures, uh, lag measures uh, in our weight loss example would be the numbers on the scale, uh, yeah. the the number of loops on the you know the holes in the belt. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. You know, these are the end result measures, and the beauty of these is they're not hard to find. Uh, no, no, quite yeah. easy. Yeah, step on the scale, put on the belt. Uh, what you know, you know, little tape measure, whatever you got. Yep. Uh, lag measures incredibly easy to find. The part that 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 uh, we find a lot of people struggle with, including leadership, are the lead measures. Right. And so, for lead measures, you can substitute the word activities. Uh, yep. So, so these are actionable things that are within the scope of your control that change the lag measures. And this right. sounds so simple. So, if I'm going to change my weight. I've got to I've got to change the the amount of calories that I input, uh, the amount of calories that I burn. So I mean, control of of you know, what I put into my body, how much, what expenditures of energy do I put forth? Man, all of that is immensely trackable, but very much more difficult. So we have whole companies that have their business models based around these lag measures. So I don't want to discount the lag measures. We have a company called Weight Watchers. They get together and weigh themselves, you know, but, um, but, th but that's, um, 
that that's really only half the battle. I've seen it work though. I mean, I have, I've gone into companies that said, we want to work on our customer service scores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's work on that. And they know that I'm going to be coming back once a month and I'll say, how's it going? Uh, let's look at the numbers. And in most cases, just the fact that I'm coming back means they'll get a five to 10 point bump on a hundred point scale of uh, their scores going up. The reason is, is because they're suddenly more conscious of it, right? They they know that there's going to be a, a coming point where they're going to have to uh, look at those numbers, step onto the scale, if you will. And it's not hard to track. They just look in the computer and see the score. They they step on the scale and, and read the number, uh, read the weight. Um, what we're talking about is really taking this to the next level because those activities are getting really specific on something that's going to most likely drive that lag measure, that goal that we're trying to hit, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and, and you make such a good point. Where the where the focus goes, the energy flows. That's right. And so look at you. Look at you. Say, say it again. Could you could you just share that with us? Where the focus goes, the energy flows. I that's my tramp stamp. I've, I've decided. Okay. That's, uh, yeah. I okay. thought that's what it was. Yeah. The uh, so yeah, you're looking at the uh, the fact that just by talking about it, all of a sudden people become more aware. And and what is that? What 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 gets uh, measured changes. What gets observed changes. So yeah. Yeah. so so what we're talking about is how do you take that to a more intentional level? So you get this little ten percent bump just by talking about it and thinking about it. And, and but if I want to go farther than that. Now I've got to start measuring the lead measures, the, the, the activities that ultimately determine how the lag measures turn out. And if we take your, uh, your customer, uh, customer survey, customer experience measures, you know, every business that, that has, is in the sector has some form of customer satisfaction measure. Yep. And so uh, we need to get surveys returned. And we've done this long enough to know that unhappy people they've returned their surveys at a pretty high clip. <laughs> you know, they, they've got a story to tell about the, their discomfort, their displeasure, and they will return the surveys. A lot of businesses struggle with when things go well, and especially if it's a repeat customer where we've taken great care of them multiple times in a row, they tend to not give us feedback anymore. You know, I, I told you, I told your parent company, I told whoever uh, that you're awesome do I have to do it again? And so now we see the the scores aren't reflective of the actual organization and its service providing, uh, you, know, you know, how it's providing service. Yeah. So, so the, you know, the discussion is everybody's got a scoreboard and on that scoreboard is their customer satisfaction score. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and everybody puts it in. And if you're not paying attention to it as a manager, your manager will send it to you. <laughs> like, 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 hey, this number is easy to get to. Here's your lag measure. I didn't know if you were looking at it. You know, it's, here's it in your face. You know, they'll, they'll write it on a board, send it in yep. an email, post it on Slack, do something with it. Yep. But they never send you are your activity measures. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so we, and that's where we come in. We start to ask, what are the activities that I could do that would generate more uh, survey responses? Yeah. And, and so, so if, if, if I may, uh, b- before we get too far into like specific lead measures that, that you might use there, 
uh, a couple, couple powerful things that you said that I, I just feel like uh, for anybody out there who has a customer service survey, we ought to just say this out loud. Emotional uh, things drive uh, behavior. Uh, when, when my emotions get stirred, I'm going to I'm going to take action. So so we're not saying that only unhappy people send in surveys. What we're saying is the people that were surprised and excited and delighted sent in surveys as well. But over time, you kept doing a great job. And and over time, it's not a surprise anymore. Right. So it's not quite as emotional. They maybe still love you. They're very loyal, but they're not going to keep sending in the survey necessarily. Now, maybe we have a philosophical discussion here. Maybe you do need to continue to surprise and delight. Maybe you need to take a page out of Ritz Carlton and keep the emotion level up in different exciting ways. Um, barring that, there's an opportunity here to uh, somehow do something that uh, that will lead to the, the the lag measure that we're looking for, that goal we're looking for. And And I'll just say this before I turn it back over to you. The Four Disciplines of Execution calls this the strategic bet. The, the lead measure is the thing you think, if we focus on this and do this activity, it's most likely to lead to that lag measure goal that we're looking to achieve. So let me turn that back over to you. There's, there's lead measure opportunities, uh, things we could do that could lead to, for instance, survey response rate uh, going up. Oh, yeah, definitely. So so the big goal is CSI. The sub goal is survey response rate. And then the ultimate lead measure of that would, would be uh, how many of the folks who are eligible to return a survey, how many of our customers uh, have we followed up with to see, A, how was their experience, and B, uh, would they be willing to return their survey? And if I start to measure that, right, out, outbound calls, and, and I can take it even further. Okay, here's outbound calls. And then here's outbound calls where I left a message or outbound calls where I actually spoke with the person. Uh, yeah. I could have I could have follow-up text, follow-up email to go with that. All of these are activities that are within the scope of my control. I can decide today if I'm going to follow up with my customers or not. And we know that the that the there there is causation here. If we get more surveys returned. Uh, then we will have a higher uh, uh, survey response rate. Ultimately, we should have higher CSI if we're doing a good job as a service provider. Yeah, one leads to the other. Uh, another lead measure, if I could uh, suggest it, uh, we have a, a colleague, uh, a highly respected uh, Marshall Goldsmith certified coach, Ed Alosi. Mm -hmm. uh, hi, Ed, if you're listening, um, who, uh, he, you know, he says, uh, uh, there's about seven things and it's, and it's things that are uh, almost so simple that like, there's no way you could necessarily write it up on a board, I guess. Um, but they are things that if we did this every time, turn things around. And my favorite of his, um, and I know he, he got this from a book too, but notice the color of the eyes of your customer. So you're going to look into their eyes long enough to notice the eye color, not because you're going to say, you know, boy, those are beautiful baby blues there. But because you're going to notice their eye color, and that's going to help them know that, hey, this guy's actually looking me in the eye, uh, touching them, you know, somehow, you know, reaching out and shaking a hand or what have you, whatever would be appropriate culturally. Uh, but things like that, that, you know, are we doing that? If we focus on that, it's going to lead to the result. So that's a it, it doesn't necessarily look that uh, great on a scoreboard because it's sort of an honor system. Like, did you do this with everybody you talked to today? If you did, 
hash mark. You know, I, I don't know how necessarily you track it, but there, there are uh, lots of different things out here that we might place our bet on and say, that's the thing that we're going to focus on for this quarter, for this month. Um, so th there's another example. No, that's perfect. The, the yeah, you think of, um, you know, one of the, we deal with a, a lot of service departments, uh, you know, automo automotive repair facilities. And uh, one of the things that a lot of them do is they're, they're looking, you know, from a safety standpoint, what, you know, are there, is there anything an additional beyond what you brought your car in for that may need repaired? Yep. And so a lot of them, uh, you know, will have a tire goal, right? We want to sell so many tires. Mm -hmm. And what we're talking about is that it's not that they're selling more tires than are needed. Uh, what happens is more frequently than not, people come in, they get, you know, a service done on their car and they have bad tires or tires that need replacing and they leave without anybody telling them. Yep. And so there's, there's tons of money just driving away from service departments. And so that, you know, they, you'll go into the employee break room, there'll be a big sign and say, you know, we're going to sell 500 tires this quarter. And it shows how far they are. And so, but they're measuring the lag. The lag yeah. is the sold tire. Yeah. The lead measure would be uh, activities like uh, taking the tread depth. If I, if I check the tread depth and make a note of it on the repair order, well, now I've got a much better chance of even if I don't bring it up, the customer bringing it up. Yep. yep. Well, and hey, that you know, you wrote in the the red box my my tire measurements. Is that something I need to be worried about? Oh, yep. yeah, you might need some tires there, dude. So uh, the the next activity would be presentation of the tread. Sensing that doggone inspection. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, we checked your tires, and they right. you know, they're all green. You should be good for another zillion miles are, you know, oh my goodness, uh, these really are, are to the point where, you know, they're probably not going to be safe uh, and you're putting uh, you and your family at risk if you yeah. continue to drive on these. And so, so measuring them, measuring tires would be an activity, presenting what we found would be an activity. If the people declined initially, uh, the, you know, said, well, I don't have a lot of money right now. Uh, I may have to do it next month. Following up on declined uh, service work, declined tire uh, purchases would be an activity. And so if I would measure and chart those with the same degree of enthusiasm as we're tracking the sold tires, yeah. um, actually, I don't have to track sold tires. <laughs> right? Right. If I'll just track the activities. You know, if yeah. we measure every, every tire that comes into this repair shop and we tell the customer about it, Tire sales will go up. Our What's our lag measure will appear. It, it, we will we, we will succeed. So one last thing to say about that. Um, notice that all those activities were owned by a role. Uh, there was a person in charge of gauging the tire. There was a person in charge of presenting the inspection. Um, th there's technically a person in charge of selling the tire, but that selling the tire. It, that part is under my control, but what's not under my control is the customer saying yes or no. Right. That's why it's a lag measure. It's it's out of my hands. It's now in their hands. The question is, did I did I place my bet strategically enough? Did I did I focus on the things that I think are going to drive the behavior? Uh, excuse me, drive the number that I want to see, uh, so that I set myself up for the best chance of the stuff outside of my control going north, going going the direction I want it to go. So mm -hmm. I, I presented every time. I turns out I was able to have more customers say yes. My lag measure of sold tires went up.
perfect example. Yeah. Well, and and this, you know, it seems pretty straightforward, but but over the last 20 years, we have yep. struggled and struggled and struggled to get uh, leaders to post and, and celebrate and talk about the lead measures. Yep. Uh, and and I, I think part of it is just the environment we're raised in. Uh, you know, you don't see lead measures anywhere, but you see lag measures everywhere. Right. Uh, you know, you're watching the, you know, the Jerry Lewis telethon. Here's how much money we raised. Yep. Uh, that's the end result. You, you're looking at the United Way thermometer and yep. it's showing you how much money was raised. Every, Stock every market tickers on TV. And exactly. Everything is everything that you see in, in environmentally is a lag measure. Which is fine if you're not part of the the team that has to change that measure. <laughs> yeah, if I'm if I'm just looking at the stock market, and I don't have a lot of say in how that all comes together. That's fine. I don't need to see the activities. Uh, but if I'm on the team that needs to change this, now I've got to measure activities, and and it's usually not in a report. If it is in the report, I've got to go dig it out. Uh, it's the, much harder to measure. Much harder to measure, much harder to find. In many cases, we find ourselves with a manual system yep. where we have each each team member has a piece of paper and they're making tick marks. One, yep. two, three, four. And that oh so satisfying diagonal. <laughs> one, two, three, four, cross. One, two, three, four, cross. You know. So because they're they're the the software is not built to track the the activity uh, right. that uh, that we know is going to get us to the to the end result, uh, and so yeah, I would challenge you if you're at your workplace right now, just look around, mm -hmm. and I bet somewhere within your view, either on the second monitor or on the wall or on a piece of paper that your boss has handed you, you will find your lag measures. Here's what your sales are pacing. Here's what your customer satisfaction is pacing. Here's what your inventory level is. You're gonna you're gonna have all these lag lag measures just lying around, um, but there will not be in your line of sight a single activity measure, and that is where all the magic happens. So um, to summarize here, uh, we have things under your control that are activities that uh, probably if you focus on one or two and you have to pick, you have to place your bet, your strategic bet. Mm -hmm. um, they're the thing that you may have to manually do it, but if you can track it and focus on it, it's going to move that goal lag measure that you're looking to achieve. So we're suggesting you, you take some time to think through what would be that thing that we focus on and how could we go about measuring it and put it up on the wall, put it, put it somewhere where it's public. That's a, that's a whole other discussion talking about the scoreboard, but you got to figure out that lead measure, that, that thing to focus on. Let me ask you one, one last question about this, Mike, which is um, what if I pick the wrong lead measure? Ooh, what if right. it doesn't boost my score? You know, I start looking and just like 30 days in, I haven't moved the needle on that CSI score or on my unit sales or whatever it is. What, what, what do I do? Well, uh, you know, I think that's what we have to gather the team around and we have to reevaluate. Was this truly the behavior uh, that was going to make the difference? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so, yeah, go back to our weight loss example. Uh, there's this wonderful saying uh, in the uh, fitness community, you can't outrun your fork. Yeah. So, so maybe I picked miles per week. 
That's my, I'm going to, you know, I'm in charge of how many miles per week I run. I'm going to run, you know, th- you know, five, 10, 20, 50 miles a week. Mm-hmm. That's my activity. I focused on that activity, but I keep going to the scale. Uh, yeah. My lag measure, uh, you, you know, the scale literally says one at a time when I step on it. <laughs> so, so now I know, okay, that's not enough. Uh, right. It's a, it, it was a good activity, but it wasn't the most impactful activity that would change the lag score. And now I have to look at, all right, what's the intake? And so now I'm looking at the uh, other activities that impact this. And lo and behold, I tackle those to see if that's going to have the the effect that I'm looking for. So change your bet. That's something you can do. Another thing you could do is to say, you know what, it's just not been enough time for, for the burn to make it through the system. It's a slower burn. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give it another month. You know, let's let's just see. But I, I think the exciting thing about what you said is let's get the team together to talk about this because you know what you're doing when you do that is a it's a pretty authentic conversation. We're talking about real stuff, and so you, you as the manager aren't saying I am Moses. Here are the Ten Commandments. Go do it. Um, instead, what you're doing is focusing the team yet again on the goal that you're trying to achieve. You're you're, mm-hmm. you're only going to hit pay dirt by doing that. So. Um, we could talk about lead measures for a very long time and, and help you make a lot more money and have a lot more success uh, with your organization every time you do it. It's just, it's just a, a phenomenal concept. It is, it is. And, and like I said, do an inventory, a visual inventory. You'll figure out real quick, this is the area that you're, 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 you're putting the least amount of focus on. Yeah. And so being intentional, being intentional about the activities, measuring, providing feedback on that man the, the 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 good stuff is going to come well um we started talking about uh mel the cook on alice and i would just like to say chef's kiss great episode love your content <laughs> well kiss big, my big grits <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one all right let's uh uh, throw it up to uh, our announcer, uh, Mr. Wolf, uh, who holds us accountable uh, for ending these things. <laughs> so thank you, Mr. Wolf. And there you have it. Another session of contemporaneous extemporizing from Mark and Mike. I know it's redundant, but consider who we're talking about. As always, feel free to share the ideas you heard here. No rights to reserve, no permissions needed. Thanks. See you next time on It Doesn't Take a Genius. That's good enough.